Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Labaris, Social Communications Manager at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your classroom and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. My name is Danielle Sullivan. Hey everyone, it's Sari. And welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. Each week we will share best practices, ideas, and stories from extraordinary educators to help you thrive. So we are super excited because this week we are interviewing some of our extraordinary educators. First, we have Blakely Four. Hi everyone. I am Blakely Four. I'm from Pops Ferry Elementary, and that's in Biloxi, Mississippi. And I've been teaching for 12 years, and this is my fourth year using iReady, and I'm super excited to talk to you guys about my experiences. Amazing. So um, do you live in Biloxi, Mississippi? I actually live in Gulfport, um, so I make a short commute to Biloxi. Um, our district is pretty much fully implemented in iReady, so I'm super excited that I get to talk about a program that I feel so strongly about. Nice. I actually used to live in Gulfport, Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so not really close to Gulfport, Mississippi, but it's fun. Hey, you know, there's a connection. Fun. Yeah, there's yeah. a connection. We're so excited to interview you. We've been talking a lot about practices and these things that sort of live abstractly, but finally getting to talk to a teacher and hearing about things that you're doing in your classroom that other teachers can replicate today if they want to. Yeah, so why don't you start us off? Can you describe your classroom in three words? My classroom is fun. It's safe and technology-friendly. So I try to incorporate technology with everything that I do, and that's what's so great about iReady. It's in every aspect, and you can incorporate it into everything. Um, safe because we, we try to make the kids feel safe in their experiences when they're using the curriculum or when they're coming up to the board to practice lessons. Um, and fun because we like to do challenges and rewards and different things that can help get the students motivated to actually complete the program and complete the program successfully. Awesome. Sounds great. <laughs> um, we were talking about high expectations on a previous episode and getting students buy-in and helping to motivate and engage students. So can you tell us a little bit, what does it mean to you or how do you really engage your students? And it doesn't have to be with iReady, it can be anything. Like how do you get them bought in? Well, I try not to um, go too much with the, the rewards, but that really is a big thing for us. The kids are all about um, sweets and ice cream and treats and rewards. So I try to take a survey at the beginning of the year to figure out what do they really like? What do they really want that's not going to completely break my pocketbook, um, but to try to find the things that they like and are interested in so I can reward them that way. And they love to compete against other classes. Uh, I teach two, two different classes, so they like to compete against each other to see which one is, is improving the most. So we like to do that a lot. We like to challenge each other a little bit. 
Yeah, we actually talked about getting to know your students and doing a beginning of the year survey in one of our previous episodes. So that aligns perfectly. But I'm sure they appreciate it so much more when you're actually giving them something that they told you that they liked. Absolutely. Because you'd be amazed at how much the kids change each year. One class will love pickles and the next class will hate them. So you really have to get their ideas and what they like so do you ask them other questions on the survey too like just about their lives and sports and all that yeah we try to do it all out interest inventory not only about their lives and what they like but really about how they feel about certain subjects in school do you like to read what books do you like to read do you like fiction or nonfiction? Um, or are you a better reader are you better at math so so just to get an idea of where my students are as far as motivation. What do I have to do to motivate them? And how do you use that information throughout the school year? How does it help you build relationships? Well, those kids that always are kind of hard to warm up. Um, For example, I had a, a student who loves dinosaurs. So we tried to find every book you could find about dinosaurs because he was not eager to read. So you try to build that connection. You read the books together. You find dinosaurs that they like. So just things like that, that you can, any connection that you can try to form is very helpful. Oh, we totally agree. We totally agree. um, As we talked about that before. So what would advice would you give to like a brand new teacher who's struggling with getting students to buy in or struggling for students to be motivated in their classroom? I think the very first thing they need to do is that first day of school, do those do those inventories and those surveys and have fun with them. Do activities that they can really get excited about and that will increase your buy-in with some of the students, but really knowing them is the biggest thing that you can do to get them motivated. And what's your favorite uh, activity or you know, um, game or competition thing that you do? We do a lot of, actually one of my favorite things to do is um, when they do a standards mastery, we like to have a reward party. So the class that gets the most growth will have an ice cream party and they get to put, they put up what their percentage is versus what the other class's percentage was and, and they really get really excited about uh, competing against each other. So that's just one of the things that we do. Um, we try to do something different every time so they don't get stagnant and their rewards and they can get excited about it, so. It sounds like you're, you touched on a little bit what you do after they take the assessment, right, and how you celebrate their growth. But how do you sort of roll that out to your class in the beginning? Like, how do you get their buy-in, tell them what's going to happen, get them excited about the competition so that when they take the test, they're putting forth their best effort? Right. The very first thing I do is, depending on the time of the year, um, at the beginning of the year, we try to look at where they were last year, and we always do some type of data chart, which is really helpful, where they write in their own data and say, well, this is my scaled score from last year. Um, what do I need to have? How, how much do I need to grow? So at least they're accountable for that, and they know where they need to go. Um, and then we kind of give them where they should be. And with my kids, I say it's, it's not about – we want you to grow, but we want you, if it's one point versus 20, we celebrate all that success. And so we basically decide, okay, well, let's, let's do this. What do you want to, what kind of reward do you want this time? Um, 
and then we get to put our stars on the chart when they've completed um, their lessons, and then when they get ready for the assessment, they are prepared for that reward that they're going to get. So basically, they decide what they're going to get that first time. That's helpful. I mean, a lot of research shows that students' choice and students feeling like they have the power over um, their educational experience really helps them dig in and buy in a little bit more. Right. We do a lot with growth mindset as well because it's not just about what they're going to get externally, but what are you going to, how are you going to feel if you accomplish this goal? So we try to do a lot with goal setting and to how if it doesn't turn out how you want this time, remember your mindset's what keeps you in control of your success. So we, we talk a lot about that. We read a lot of books about it and to try to get them prepared for what they're going to see when they start going into those assessments the first couple weeks of school. I love that you are doing that work. Is there one book you could recommend or one kind of resource that's a go-to resource to help them develop a growth mindset? Uh, we At the very beginning of school, we read um, The Dot. And so they actually do a STEM project where they build their own tower. And we talk about how this, this character had this experience. And is that something that you can relate to? And they all, they all say yes. And it's great for a first week activity because they're doing something with their hands, they're creating, they're reading a story out loud. So they really enjoy doing that, but then there's such a strong message behind it that they really buy into that. And they can see, oh, well, we're, we're about to take this assessment. This is where you show me what you know, and then we'll look at how much you can grow. So... It's very helpful. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that's so, so great. It sounds like they really understand what the purpose of their assessment is, like we've talked about before. They understand what they need to do, and they have the right mindset in order to get there. It's all about the mindset. <laughs> it's all about the mindset. I completely agree. Um, thank you. I mean, this has been amazing. We want to ask you a couple of fun questions now. Okay. I'm ready. All right, here we go. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? In the classroom, and personally, are probably two different, but in the classroom, I think I'd like to have the power of invisibility because I always want to see what's going on and have that power just to sneak up and see what they're doing and what they're talking about. Um, and that's probably, as a teacher, would be one of my most helpful superpowers. <laughs> what, about your, what about your personal life? What, what superpower? Well, you know, who doesn't want to fly, right. you know? <laughs> so I would love to apparate like Harry Potter, be uh -huh. able to just appear like, uh, Hawaii, done. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a good, good one, too. <laughs> All right, the next two are like choice A or B. So the first one is, are you a coffee or tea person? Coffee coffee uh, what about do you like a book or an e-reader well a e-reader e-reader i'm a book girl too but you know you got to break into the new technology so it's hard it's so hard i mean i i have a lot of books too but you just can't shove them all in a suitcase when you want to read them they're so like, heavy really, it's so heavy i still love to go in bookstores me too and just that smell of the books. I'm a reading teacher, so it's not that weird to reading yeah. teachers out there. You're right. That makes sense. All right, classroom supply you couldn't live without. Paper clips, highlighters, dry erase markers. The list goes on. <laughs> and last one, what is your favorite thing about teaching? I think seeing that light bulb moment when the kids finally get it or when they see, oh, I was 
this in August and now I'm on a fifth grade level and, and I can read this and I can do this. And it's seeing those moments and those successes that really make it all worth it. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing all of the amazing things you're doing in your classroom. Really appreciate you. And I love all the things about growth mindset. Actually, I'd love to connect um, in our show notes, the book dot. That's really cool. Yeah, we'll put the link on there. Thank you for that. And then we'll also share some research on Carol Dweck's growth mindset in our show notes, too, if you're interested in finding out more. And we, this is, um, we've loved our conversation, but unfortunately, it's all the time we have today. So why don't you let us know where they can find us and follow us and all the things. Yes. So again, the book and uh, some studies that we referenced today will all be linked in the show notes. And then you can find us on Instagram at MyIReady. That's M-Y-I-R-E-A-D-Y. And on Twitter at Curriculum Associates. So until then, be you, be true, be extraordinary. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.